Hello there and welcome to episode 9 of the Night Gallery podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Brown and today we'll be discussing uh, a little bit of an unusual episode. Um, it's called The House. It is a, a Rod Serling uh, teleplay uh, based on the short story by uh, Andre Moreau. Um, I suppose the first thing to do is just get the, uh, the story um, out of the way, the plot. Um, what I would say is, uh, once again, this is uh, very spoiler-heavy. Um, well, basically, I'm going to tell you the entire story, so yeah. Um, the story concerns a woman called Elaine, who is uh, played by Joanna uh, Pettit. Anyway, Elaine is a patient at a sanatorium and has a reoccurring uh, dream. It involves her driving in a, in a car. Uh, she drives up a beautiful uh, countryside and then uh, sees, uh, well, gets to a house. Um, go, uh, gets out the car, goes up to the door, knocks on the door, gets no, um, there's no response. Uh, jumps back into the car and drives off. Um, as that sounds, as you probably understand, it's not, uh, she says, it's not really a frightening dream. It's just uh, unusual. It's just a bit weird. Um, and she doesn't really understand uh, why uh, the dream is what it is, effectively. Um, anyway, she's told tell the story to a doctor and uh, eventually gets released from the sanatorium. Then we follow Elaine as she's uh, driving around, and then she goes to a house which seems uh, a little familiar to her, but she loves it. And not only does she love it, and, though, and although she's never really been there, she can everything feels familiar to her. She doesn't even she decides she wants to buy it, uh, but doesn't even um, need to see upstairs because she already knows what it's like and what it looks like. Um, <clears throat> She asks the guy selling the house uh, why it is uh, so cheap on, on the market, and he tells her he's very honest. Uh, he says it is because it's haunted. Um, so she, <coughs> despite this, she decides to buy it. Um, and from there, it, I mean, the story's kind of like twenty-five minutes long, but um, from there, there's kind of like she's unnerved by what's happening it's it's a haunted house story but the ghost is happen is uh, there during the day effectively um she just feels a bit uneasy as if there's a a spirit in the room with her um despite the fact that it's haunted she's not she's weary of it rather than worried anyway she uh calls her doctor to discuss it with him uh, and then hears a knock at the door goes downstairs and discovers, well, goes downstairs, comes back again, and says that she's worked it out. She knows who the ghost of the house is, and it's her. She's she's the, the spirits haunting the place. Um. Then yes, she's well, she's the ghost. Um. She kind of like flops onto the bed and sleeps. And um, here's again a knock at the door runs down to uh, see who it is and uh, just in the last minute and this is the closing shot of the um, of the story sees uh, her red car driving away 
and um, that's it really. I mean, <coughs> as well, envisages to be quite a short episode, um, simply because although the story is 25 minutes long, the actual it's all slow build, uh, and there's not a huge amount to say about it really. Um, it's a great script, first off. Um, from a history point of view, what happened was Salem's original uh, script that he turned in for this, based on uh, the Maori, uh, the um, the short story, um, was uh, based in France. So there's lots of chateaus, Mademoiselle rather than you know Elaine, um, and it was uh, well, it was very atmospheric, shall we say? Uh, obviously, uh, despite. Night Gallery episodes having $180,000 scripts, uh, scripts $180,000 budget per episode, they couldn't afford this at all for this story. That kind of, um, that kind of, well, A, they're not going to locate to France, and B, they're not going to be able to afford to make part of Hollywood look like France. <coughs> so what they did was, um, decided to, well, obviously, move it to America. Um, it doesn't, for me personally, it, it doesn't um, damage the story at all. Um, I was determined to have a little bit of a dig to see if Sailing kicked off about that, and uh, it didn't look like he had, although well, I, I can't find any evidence either way that he did, what he thought about that move. Um, what I did find was he was a little, apparently, he, he was a bit unhappy slightly with how the story turned out in the end. I think he thought there was a vagueness because it, it's the story is incredibly vague. Um, like the end, and it could be well, it could be a lot of different things. Really, I mean, it doesn't. It it it's it's not a story that is um, benefits from a twist ending that is, that brings everything into focus and explains the mystery. If anything, it muddies the waters more. Uh, and I suppose your opinion on on this episode will is almost entirely based on well you know will be based on how you feel about that. Um, I think personally that it's good, but um, well before we say to that, we'll go to it, it was directed by John Aston, who um, did a couple of other uh, Night Gallery stories. Obviously, this is the first one he, he directed, but he did a, a Fear of Spiders in season two, and also Dark Boy as well. Um, that's season two as well. Um, so they were, um, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a classic, um, classic character in it. Um, jo Joanna Patet, um, who plays uh, Elaine, the main character in the story. She is another night gallery. I wouldn't say regular, but she pops up again. She's in the Caterpillar, which is uh, the class that I've mentioned before. Is like a, a season two favorite for a lot of people. Um, as a review of the episode of this story, I should say rather than the episode, of that, um, it is a ghost story, but it's set obviously in the daytime. It's um, a bit otherworldly, um, much like Elaine herself. She, Joanna, uh, plays her in a very um, wide-eyed kind of way, and. Um, there's an and it it deliberately doesn't make a lot of sense and that ambiguity is good for our, I mean it it, it it it's obviously in the script I mean it's expand Salem took um, a a short story that is 
originally very, um, very well. He made it even bigger. <laughs> he, made, he basically expanded on it, but by expanding on it, he actually made it more, um, more, more ambiguous. Yeah, um, ambiguous. I would say. Um, I mean, <clears throat> it's it's all about the ending, and the ending is you know, it's a shock, kind of reveal, twisty reveal, but it doesn't actually reveal anything. I mean, it, um, you know, is she a ghost? Is it all a dream? Is she cursed? Is she, is she, will she always be playing out this life in this kind of loop? It's, I mean, Joanna Pate herself is quoted saying that she thought like the ending was kind of almost not a nonsense kind of ending, really. And as it, it, you know, it, it, is, it, it is, it is, it is, it is unusual. It is very strange. Um, but for me, I think it's, um, it's uncomfortable. It, it, you know, it's it's a good um, it's a psych it's it's a ghost story, but it's a psychological ghost story. Um, <clears throat> in terms of, and we're going to talk about certain shadows on the wall um, next week, and um, it, that's another ghost story, um, and probably and a more traditional ghost story at that. But this is for me like it's quite a modern idea. It's a modern shape um, concept. Um, Elaine is obviously a troubled woman um, and she's unhappy but we don't really understand what or why a lot of this thing, or these things are happening um, I mean as you can tell by the how I'm saying and um, what I'm saying here I, I'm struggling to really give a lot of bones to something that is is quite um, wishy-washy in, in its, its, its writing Um well, that's not actually no. That's not fair. It isn't wishy-washy. It just it doesn't see a need to explain everything. And with that, I need to, that's obviously quite rare for television. Certainly, I mean, not obviously not for normal writing um, or even film, but for like a you know what is it a ghost story in a in a, in a popular TV show that is quite on an unusual way of doing things. Um, I mean, but then again, the entire thing's unusual. I mean, Aston has come up with a is directed it directed it with su in such a way that it's very it's very bright it's uh, obviously like you know it has that california sunshine <clears throat> to it despite being a ghost story and um and what i would say is it's not frightening but it does make you feel a little bit uncomfortable and it kind of gets under your skin quite a bit um i mean we'll, yeah as i say we're gonna get into like the whole i mean this actual episode it's a good opener to a very very strong episode there's only two stories in episode in this episode uh and they're both very good and the good and partly because i mean you know i talk about the fact that the short stories struggle this one has a good length to it um and it and both you know it, it's well split um so yeah that that should do us really for this week um i'll try and come up with some more Facts and trivia next week for Satan Shadows on the Wall. But again, I've got a feeling that that's going to be a bit of a short episode as well. Um, what I will say is, um, I've been having a think about this. I mean, as you know, I've been taking... I've, I've not done as many episodes. It's not been weekly recently. Um, and during that time, I've been thinking about how I'm going to do this. Um, as you probably guessed, we're doing... We're not even... We kind of the Night Gallery podcast completely ignores the concept of the syndicated episodes, uh, which were, but we will discuss 
what happened to that stuff, but we're not going to do it for ages. Like, really, we're talking series three by the time we're going to hit what they did with the syndicated episode. So if you're wondering how what we're doing and how we're going to do that stuff, um, I will touch on the Jack Laird scripted um, filler bits that popped up. Uh, we won't be reviewing any of the cut or extended versions of any of the stories um, and that is deliberate uh, because but we will there will be an episode a lot later on in the run where I'll discuss everything that they did um, also obviously um, the Jack Laird um, Rod Serling problems and arguments we're going to get into that story by story as they pop up um, if you're wondering why I haven't really talked that much about it at the moment it's because um, the real friction came in around season two and we've got fair well there'll be a couple of months before we hit season two yet um okay so that's 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 just to give you an update what's going on uh, next week we're going to talk about saint shadows on a wall um if you want to drop any feedback to me you always as always you can it is night gallery at twilightzonepodcast.com if you want to uh, actually send if you want to record something, send it in. That'd be great. If you want to email me, that'd be awesome as well. Um, also, if you are interested in just talking to me on Twitter, I am at orange underscore monkey. Um, as always, um, you can uh, go to the twilightzonepodcast.com and leave any comments. Um, all episodes get uploaded there. Um, but obviously, you know, if you want to subscribe via iTunes, that'll be they, they, they tend. That, that's the quickest way to get hold of the stuff to be fair, they, uh, at the moment they're um, getting uploaded first and then the website and then getting added to the website um, as always thanks for Tom for helping me out and uh, hosting this podcast um, if you um, I don't know I mean you might not have spotted this but uh, we uh, the tw- amazing thanks to SFX Magazine who uh, this week or this month, I should say, featured the Twilight Zone podcast and the Night Gallery podcast in the magazine. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that, man. That's If you're listening, the guy who wrote that, thanks very much. Um, that's really cool. Um, the uh, If you want to have the articles actually, like the picture of the articles actually up on the twilightzonepodcast.com if you want to have a quick look at that. Um, also, another thanks to the Night Gallery um, Twitter feed who is a real supporter of the show uh, cheers man you've been great um, you've been, he's been awesome um, if you don't follow him on Twitter you should do uh, basically this guy is he throws loads of facts up loads of quotes uh, gives you a, a, a daily uh, night gallery fix I suppose you could say also um, you know man you've been he's been pushing people towards my podcast and I mean I can never thank you enough for that that's really great um, it's good that you know I mean it's great that people have been getting on board so early on to something that um, you know I mean I know sometimes the sound quality struggles has been a bit of a problem for my podcast I mean Tom's is excellent as always um, and if you don't listen to the Twilight Zone podcast you should definitely um Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this episode off now because I've been rambling at you and uh, not talking an awful lot about the actual show. Um, so yeah, if you want to um, if you want to get hold of me, you can do, and uh, I will speak to you next week 
for episode 10, which will be about certain shadows on the wall. Cheers. Thank you.